Hello, Deeper Daily Podcast listeners. I'm Paul. It is the third day of October, but it's the first day of our journey in the Gospel of Luke. Luke, third in line chronologically in your New Testament, third of four Gospels. It is a little wordier in regards to writing style than you're used to in our months-long journey through the Gospel of Mark. It is longer in the amount of words is part of what I mean by that, but also written in a little less frenetic style. It's a little slower out of the gate. It walks us up into the life of Christ in a way that will look completely unfamiliar if all you had read was the Gospel of Mark. We know, or are at least fairly certain, that Mark was the first Gospel. Luke was probably second or tied for second. Matthew and Luke are very close in timing and obviously build off of this narrative foundation laid out by Mark. One of the things that I have always appreciated about Luke and his stories is how much focus he puts on the parabolic. He loves to tell the parables of Jesus, and he gives us some quite unique parables of Jesus. And of course, the most famous of those unique parables is the prodigal son. Luke is the book that contains that famous moment. Luke has several moments that are unique to Luke that don't appear in the other Gospels that to me make Luke a standout. I'm going to tell you up front, I have, I have a greater lifelong appreciation coming into this book for the book than I did for Mark when we went into Mark. And it's, again, I'll say this again, I didn't disrespect Mark. I just hadn't given it quite the attention that I had given some of the others. I'm a little excited to go into Luke now, having had such a transformation in the way I see Mark. I'm excited now to go into a book where I think I understand, like Luke, and to see what happens with a day-to-day journey, slow journey, really contemplative journey through Luke. How much will I increase in appreciation for this. I I don't think it'll decrease. I I think that that's the beauty of this journey. When you're in love with Jesus, who's the subject of these books, you see him and that sort of stokes the furnace a little bit about how you feel about the writing or how you feel about the letter. And so I'm very, very interested to see where that takes you and where that takes me. Let's talk authorship for a moment. It's commonly accepted that Luke writes this book, although the author never names himself. He does use the pronoun we in his companion book, the book of Acts. We know that Luke writes Acts as well as Luke. You could even say that Acts is kind of Luke part two, although it focuses not on the life of Jesus, but on the life and actions of the apostles that knew Jesus, either personally or those post-resurrection like the Apostle Paul. When I say he uses we, that's in regards to his journeys with Paul because Paul was a traveling companion of Luke and those pronouns appear in Acts 16, Acts 20, 21, 27, 28. Uh, Paul writes letters, of course, that cover the, the gamut of things in the New Testament 
And among the persons named in the letters Paul wrote from Rome, the most likely candidate is Luke. We even get Luke mentioned uh, as coming from Antioch in Paul's letter to the Colossians in chapter 4. So we have this connection between the most famous sort of founder of Christianity as we know it and this writer of the Gospel of Luke. The, The preface to the book tells us that the writer did not witness the events he's about to record. He was not an eyewitness, but we do know, uh, as we will journey through Luke, that Luke was a man of culture who sort of searched out the info that he needed. He was not one of the original 12, not one of the original followers of Jesus. And um, it's not always clear that his theology completely agrees with Paul's, especially when you get into the book of Acts. We won't really see that in the Luke and gospel. Um, I don't mean they contradict one another, but it is, it's probably less likely that, that he was one of Paul's converts. That's been something I've heard a lot over the years, like, oh, Paul led Luke to the Lord. We do not know that at all. In fact, some of the internal evidence of the way Luke frames things in the gospel and about the gospel in the book of Acts kind of leads me to believe maybe he was not a convert of the Apostle Paul, but it does seem that he probably ran in his circles. He's been known as a physician. Some have tried to say that he uses medical language in his gospels. You be a judge for yourself. I, I want to judge that too as I go through this time because I've always kind of leaned towards that but never truly examined whether or not the language was medicinal. Um, what we do know is that in that era, physicians didn't really have a vocabulary that marked them as physicians like they do today. So most physicians' letters and things we have from that era were written very much like lay people, so it's a little bit hard to tell based upon the wording. Luke probably happens, the, the letter itself probably happens around AD 63. We know that the book of Acts ends with Paul under house arrest. You got to think that if Luke knew Paul gets released, he would have said something about it. Um, he does note that the prophecy of Agabus from Acts 11 has been fulfilled, so he surely would have done the same thing with Jesus' prophecy of the fall of Jerusalem, which tells us that he writes his letter before the temple comes down in AD 70, because Acts mentions nothing about the temple coming down. In fact, Acts mentions nothing that we can prove for sure after AD 62. So all of these factors lend itself to Luke being written at least seven years, maybe eight years, before the fall of the temple in Jerusalem. Some people try to put it around 75, 85. You're going to read that in some commentaries, um, saying that some of Luke's wording presupposes the destruction. Um, But that can't be proven. Sometimes the, the impetus for people putting dates where they put them is to try to justify things happening inside the book or outside of the book. So I'll leave that alone. All the information at our disposal seems to date it in the early 60s. Um, But Luke does tell us in his opening that his purpose is to give us an accurate account of the basic Christian message so you can know the certainty of the things that he has learned. So just as John gives the intent of his gospel near the end so that you would believe on him and have life in his name, Luke wants you to know with certainty the things that he's learned about Jesus. And both Luke and Acts, and this is another way we know they're written by the same person, are dedicated to the most excellent Theophilus. 
Um, that's that's common in books of that era, that letters of that era that are intended to a wider off uh, sort of a wider audience. They dedicate it to someone. Um, a little more about intro because I want to talk about theme a little bit tomorrow, and then we're going to get into these first few verses. See you then. God bless. <laughs>